0: Hey, welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. This week on the it's 1999 Movies Week. Already up on the site, we've released parts one and two of the top 50 movies of 1999. And later this week, Shay Serrano is writing about The Matrix, Andrew Gutodaro is writing about Cruel Intentions, and Rob Parvilla argues why Being John Malkovich is the best movie of that year. You can also check out the Big Picture Podcast to hear Sean Fennessy, Amanda Dobbins, and Chris Ryan share their top five favorite movies from 1999. Check out those articles on the ringer.com and listen to the big picture wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, jabronis? It's pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. us Battle Season 1 champion, Michael Lynch. The king of sad Stop. The Silver Lake Heartthrob. It's
1: Trey Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. It's
0: your real WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha
1: Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. Yeah. I have a chance that Zach Linder. Yeah. Dan Black, a.k.a. the Goof Harajah. Yeah. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening, you're, yeah, listening you're, to this. Listen you're to, listening you're to. And, and you are listening to the, listen to to the Masked mask mask man, mask mask man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show.
0: Welcome to a very, very special edition of the Masked Man Show. Very. Because sitting across from me, he made the trek to downtown Brooklyn. It's... The famous actor-comedian, Dan <laughs> not, Soder. How are you doing, not, man? Dude,
1: good. Way to put me over. <laughs> that know, is such a... I mean, that is the most I've ever been put over you, in an intro. You,
0: people know you from Billions. Yeah, I play Maffee on Billions. Most people listening to this podcast probably know you from being in the YouTube sidebar yeah. Of by, and doing Macho Man impressions. The number
1: one, yeah, the very <laughs> number one <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage this impression. Is, I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, yeah. And I will remain the Intercontinental. <laughs> heavyweight yeah that was uh you just fade in and out as much as I, you. Got? i mean dude i uh it's such a thing that i used to do for fun with a roommate that yeah. it's so crazy that people dig it <laughs> dig it is, is pro- yeah I mean, yeah.
0: It's the, on. what's the weirdest request you've ever gotten And my i saw i saw you do so i saw you do the macho man um al-qaeda did no isis, on, oh, the ISIS. I, uh, yeah, yeah macho man isis uh, yeah on, on, on youtube which is one of it which yeah, is was incredibly with funny
1: Cumia. i did um the craziest one that's gotten back to me it was with Sam Roberts uh-huh. on his show and it was right after the Hulk Hogan n-tape uh, n-bomb tape dropped and uh I went on Sam's it was when Sam was doing an afternoon show and I went on and we like just I j- did it and he filmed it and it went up on YouTube comedian Jeff Die uh ran into me at Moon Tire Comedy Festival last year and he's like dude I was hanging out with Hulk Hogan he's seen your macho man no. you know? and it uh you know comedians desperately want to be liked I think it's why we do what we do. Yeah. So when he said that, my first reaction was, is Hulk Hogan mad at me? Yeah. I was like, I don't want Hulk Hogan to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, you know, I, he was doing, he was telling some stories when I was hanging out with him. And I told him like, oh, you know, you do a great macho man. And he's like, well, brother, there's a comedian that does it. <laughs> and he was making fun of me. You know, I can die. We can take a hit. I, apparently he was like a good sport about it. Yeah. But I was so nervous that I was like, that is the, the most... Insecure, I felt finding out someone's heard me do Macho Man because it's like, man, uh, is is Hulk Hulk Hogan mad at me? Yeah. (laughs) The immortal.
0: It's also, it's all, it's also imagined. I mean, I definitely have had those times where I mean, I don't break news. I don't like, I don't, I don't generally mess with people's careers in either direction and from what I do, except just like going nuts about a wrestler because I think they're great or something. But I've definitely had those moments where I'm just like, like, walking like walking into a place where wrestlers are you know walking into an event or you know walking backstage for a (laughs) second or whatever and i'm just like oh fuck like there's no way that like the miz is mad at me but maybe the miz is mad at me you don't know what he's
1: heard yeah, you don't know. You don't even. Some most of the time, you I'm don't even remember the what he said.
0: If I were doing impressions, I think I'd be more on their radar than anything so? I'm gonna write. Just oh, start yeah. doing impressions.
1: Just get a good Miz <laughs> going. Get, can you teach me? <laughs> yeah, can you, can I mean, it, my Andre's. I'm just lucky to be born with a deep voice. Yeah, and that was the only reason uh, I can do Andre the Giant. And Macho Man is just a lonely childhood and a <laughs> lot of boredom. Like
0: Go, we did the Andre doc. Um, at some point I think someone suggested that we get you just to do a net, do the voiceover for the whole thing yeah but we ended I did do, not doing a voiceover
1: uh David Costable who plays wags uh-huh, on of Billions, course, yeah. uh one of the best actors out there
0: we did a big piece on him a couple weeks ago loved we just, it
1: yeah I tweeted it out it was i I finally yeah. felt like he was getting put over it's He stuff. was the Mr Perfect of acting <laughs> and I feel like he never got his credit so I um I do a thing you know in the off season Costable's one of my favorite people. And just on this earth. Uh He's such a genuine, great dude. And I do uh, Andre the Giant conspiracy theories. I send him voice memos (laughs) where I was like, uh, there's people, there's people around the earth. You don't know. And then he'll just send me back, you know, like, he'll save it or something. But it's it's pretty fun.
0: That's awesome. If I just
1: get bored and I find a new, like, conspiracy theory, like, flat earth. (laughs) The earth is not round. It is flat. It is in the John studio. Your must believe me. <laughs> I'm Andre the Giant, and when Bruce Pritchard put me over, yeah, he was like, "That's the best Andre I've ever heard." I was like, "Man, that's
0: Bruce Pritchards Bruce Prichard's. I mean,
1: As dusty is unbelievable. You
0: probably did. you I mean, you're a comic. Yeah. Was there, what was, I mean, was, did you did you spend your whole life thinking, like, I'm going to be a comic, but, like, maybe if a Showtime drama that's perfect for me pops up, that's going to be my career path? <laughs> no. I'm only asking I mean, because there's some things that just come naturally to people that's not really what they do. Yeah. But it's, like, imp- but it becomes what they're known for. Well, to and re- Bruce and Pritchard's impressions are sort of that for him. yeah. He's never going to be an Impressionist, but it's just so not They just roll off him, so if he's saying something nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, he does, like, uh, he, Mick, his Vince McMahon is just so uh, funny. His uh, Dusty Rhodes, his Kabuki mm-hmm. Baby is one of my favorite. Kabuki Baby. Yeah, uh, it's Kabuki Baby. But it, um, yeah, I mean, it's, like, there's billions. I just got lucky. Like, you know, I'm friends with Brian Koppelman and David Levine, and I've known them for a while, yeah. and, they, and they had me come in for the pilot, and they were like, they had me read like four different roles. They were just like, we're just going to see if Showtime likes you and maybe we can figure out a place to put you. Mm-hmm. Which really was I was just, a young, you know, a comic. No one knew I was doing, um, you know, podcasts and shit, but just, yeah. just doing stand up, touring to nobody. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, I put out like a half hour special and I was um, working on an hour special for Comedy Central and then they had me go in and read and it just they kept bringing me back in. Showtime was like, we like them. Let's bring them back in. Let's bring them back in. And then there was a part that they're like, we might think, and then they got the actor they wanted. So they just called me and they're like, hey, we could put you in a one-off for this pilot. You, I think it was like Axe's son's basketball coach. Yeah, you could do that role, or you could roll the dice. And if we go to series, we'll write you a role. And I was like, hey, you guys are going, you guys are going to series. You know, <laughs> Damian Lewis and Paul Giamatti, Maggie yeah. Siff and Marlon Ackerman, David Cosmo. You guys are fine. Yeah. And so it, it, that's yeah. They went to series and they're like, "Hey, we might have a role for you." And the Maffee role just kind of kept growing.
0: The show's it was, fantastic, and honestly, like that, the cast is almost like gave me the hesitation at the beginning. I was, I, I thought they were like
1: overcompensating. Yeah, when I saw that. Like, yeah, you know, it's just yeah. like I mean, every single Showtime. Person on there.
0: Showtime just spent a billion dollars to make me think the show is good. And then it, was it was like fantastic. when the
1: Lakers got Peyton and Malone. <laughs> yeah. You're like, stop, stop, exactly. it, guys, just go with a couple stars.
0: Exactly. Well, speaking of overstocked uh, shows, WrestleMania is so big this year. Love it. You like that transition. WrestleMania is so big this yeah. year that they just decided to not uh to 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 get rid of the SmackDown women's champion. And I'm just this is um, this is breaking news. I mean, this happened last night. Yeah. They took the belt off Asuka, put it on Charlotte. This is what everybody's talking about today. Yeah. To put the now the SmackDown belt is in the main event too. They just announced I guess since the last time I did the show, they've formally announced that the women's match is going to be the main event, like the the show for the final, main event. The
1: final match for both belts.
0: Yes, and now both belts. I don't know the, the details of how the second belt is involved, but it's in the match. I mean, the champ, both champions. It's two champions and Becky Lynch, which is just
1: mind-boggling. Love it. You're into it. I love it. This is the first WrestleMania card probably since '30 that I'm like very excited to see. Yeah, and even the smaller matches. I love the Styles Orton. Yeah, that'll just be a great worked match. I'm excited for the whole event.
0: Yeah, Styles Orton is gonna be is gonna rise and fall I'd probably. Get, I mean, based on how much time they give it, but I, I I think you know based those two guys should get some time, right?
1: Yeah. It, what would you guess time wise they're gonna give them?
0: We're literally at thirteen matches as I look
1: right now. Do so you think they give him fifteen minutes?
0: Well, oh, Jesus Christ.
1: I mean, think about yeah. how long of a card that is. In fifteen minutes is a pretty decent sized WWE match.
0: Yeah. I think so. I, th- I think. I think. They, I think they'll get twelve. You know, Four, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to imagine, especially with all the entrances. You know, like how mu- how far this is going to stretch. Apparently, the move with that with the the women's. I mean, the SmackDown women's title. And by the way, I bring it up now because people are pissed off about it. And, and people are angry that Oscar is not getting her due.
1: I I can see that because Oscar is so great and is a. Uh, I feel like Asuka is She's, the women's AJ Styles. Like they yeah. they just tap into Oscar when they need her to mm-hmm. do some like hard work. Yeah. AJ always does the hard work. AJ gets thrown around, and you know that's kind of has always been his rep. Is coming yeah. up through the indies is like he he goes hard. He's like a hard worker, mm-hmm. but I think that can be to a disadvantage. Where they just over, they they use him instead where like, you're like, band- you're just using him as a band-aid. Yeah. And Asuka just kind of got thrown away like a, ba- you know, they're like, oh, thanks for holding on to that title while we move Becky and Charlotte to the Raw roster to take on Ronda. Yeah. I mean that's what they did. They basically abandoned the Smackdown one. And then
0: came back just in time to like pull the carpet
1: out from under her. Yeah, and they're like now give us that belt. I, we want to make this match look better. I was actually penciling in if when I
0: do my WrestleMania preview, I actually I, one of the framing devices I was talking about was like what's what is everybody complaining about? Like what what what, what was everybody complaining about at various points in WrestleMania history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and just in this WrestleMania alone, it went from like God damn, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was what six months ago? What everybody was like preemptively complaining about? Yeah, and but then we—I mean, there's been a lot of them. But everybody was complaining that Becky wasn't going to get her shot
1: after I mean, the, it, after the broken face, and yeah. and the, the lack of uh, a match at Survivor Series. Yeah,
0: and even before then, it looked like they were going to blow that off at Survivor Series. You know, yeah. like that was going to be all she was going to get. And then Kofi almost got Kofi almost got fast lained.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, and then they think, pulled that out. Do you think there's a part of them that that just thought like, all right, we'll just have Kofi at fast lane. That'll be it. And yeah, then we'll yeah, find yeah. someone for Mania.
0: Yeah. And I don't think it's even a reflection on, it was even a reflection on Kofi so much as it was a reflection on like, how do we get Kevin Owens on the WrestleMania card? How do, you know, you yeah. kind of go down the checklist and like you yeah. try to fit as many people as possible. He's
1: back, you know, that would have been a big.
0: Yeah. And I think they did, my guess is they did a little switcheroo.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, the women's thing, I, I don't think it's a reflection. I mean, the the thing that i thought of when it, when i when it went down last night was when they took the title off Kevin Owens to put it on Goldberg remember yeah, that and yeah, it was like yes.
1: that match doesn't need the championship at all you don't need you don't need the you don't need the strap involved with Goldberg and Lesnar and
0: it just i mean it just was such a it just was so shitty for Kevin Owens who <laughs> would just, who had done like Oscar who had like like kept the division
1: afloat yep you know and that's i think where we're at right now and that main event match for both belts is you're seeing and i just know this because i'm an alcoholic yeah you're seeing like they were like all right well let's get drunk on this match and they're like let's get drunk on becky lynch ronda rousey and charlotte flair let's get hammered and they're like i mean let's really get hammered now and they're like throwing the smackdown (laughs) belt let's start drinking whatever drinks are left on the counter you know they're just like going like we're gonna go as big as possible with this two belts.
0: It's like the open bar at the wedding is over but yeah. you found like a case in the back room and it's not refrigerated yeah, and you're it's just warm, going Miller yeah. Lite
1: and you're like yes.
0: <laughs> um that's I think that feels right. The I I think that I, that, that more than anything else more than it, it, it reflects poorly on Oscar it reflects on how many matches are on the WrestleMania card. I think that they that, from what I understand the they basically like axed the SmackDown Women's Championship match from the WrestleMania card yesterday in a production meeting, oh. and then and who that, was it going
1: to be, Oscar? And- well,
0: they had the four way dance scheduled yeah. for like who was going to be the number one contender, and um, and at that point, you know, they, I mean they they didn't even go through with that match because at that point they were just like, it's not going, we're not going to have room for this match on the card, forget it. And then so they were like, okay, so what can we do to, to, to like yeah. retroactively legitimize this title? Let's put it in the main event.
1: So do you? Do you think that Ronda Rousey leaves the WWE after, because that's been the rumor, after 35? Yeah. She leaves, and then they kind of just have the, they have one title on Becky, one title on Charlotte? Like, does Becky drop one of them in, uh, what's always, Backlash? Is that always the yeah. one that follows? Yeah, yeah. You do a Backlash match where it's, you know, Charlotte, you know, small packages becky to take one belt but not both and then they just split them up in the uh, in the shows
0: i that that could that could definitely happen if a, if it becomes a sort of temporarily unified title i could see them having to find a way to de unify them but they're but the brand split thing is going to be weird by the way when smackdown starts on fox this fall on fridays right yeah they're going to be I've talked about this before, but there's going to be a lot of weird negotiating for like what talent goes on which show, right? I mean, yeah. you have two networks. that It's not just some like kayfabe thing. Two no. networks are doing it. Yeah. And before there was this sort of like, well, you know, Fox maybe is a little bit more Southern, more whatever. So like that, like AJ Styles would be perfect for them. Or like, they, you know, the different sorts yeah. of people like it made a little bit of sense, but there was always that question like, well, I mean, they're going to when John Cena comes back for a run is he going to be on both shows is he going to be on just one they're going to be fighting over Roman Reigns they're going to be fighting over Seth Rollins but I think that the biggest fight right now might be over Becky because well but I mean Becky and Charlotte take I mean they might not keep them together but no I don't
1: think they need to I think Becky is white hot yeah no I I think so
0: too I just don't think everything
1: she touches is just turning to gold I wish that
0: Oscar had a match I wish that there was more time given to the women. Yeah. But I think that what we see, I mean, to me, seeing Becky and Charlotte and Rhonda all together all the time, it shows that, like, it's worse, the women's division still isn't quite big enough for
1: two separate divisions. Yeah.
0: You know, like, to have a real, to have a headline match that makes you just go bonkers, yeah. you kind of need them all in the same room.
1: Yeah, they need it. Uh, you can't break up the band yet.
0: But they're going to be broken up soon enough. Anyway, that's going to be a, a ridiculous match. Are you excited? I mean, setting aside the the Oscar drama, Yes, you're
1: excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see Becky Lynch a la Daniel Bryan hold up both titles at the end of WrestleMania 35. Yeah. And I think that's the only way. It's going to be awesome. To quote Royal Rumble two years ago, uh, Becky, wins, uh, Becky wins or we riot. I know it was like Roman Reigns wins and we riot. Yeah. I would say Becky Lynch wins or we riot.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because it's like, what the fuck?
0: When I heard when I st- when I heard yesterday that there was some stuff going on when the women's championship division, like yeah. in, uh, surrounding that match, I started losing my mind a little bit.
1: You're kind of like, don't do this now, don't do this now. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, but it turned out. I mean, I thought it turned out. I think that, that the whole thing, everything, I was, that, you know, the 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 whispers were all about the Oscar thing.
1: Yeah, but I but I was just like, why? Like, but or- Oscar. Also, I I feel like there's there's a thing with overseas stars when they come here that they can just get fucked over in a like. Shinsuke just should go to AEW. Yeah. I think if Shinsuke goes to AEW and has more control over his matches, he gets he gets popular, way more popular. Sure. Than if he just stays in the WWE is this weird pajama wearing mid card. His outfit
0: last night was cool. It I looked didn't see a little it, it looked night. a little bit more leathery and like and like that red was some- jumper
1: was bugging me. I think. Yeah, he looked yeah. like Abba. The blue like was, a... <laughs> was the
0: worst, where he was just wearing like, yeah. he, like literally wearing pajamas. Yeah,
1: he was like, they, they're like, let's put Shinsuke in let's put the King of Strong Style in PJs and footsies. It's so weird. It is weird, but he's awesome. He's so. And there was that interview with Kenny Omega about six months ago, where he was kind of like, Omega was pretty critical of like what the WWE's done with Shinsuke. They're like, they're not. He's not. He's the best at improving matches, and they're not letting him improv matches. Uh huh. And you're like, yeah. Go to AEW. <laughs> like, I'll be a double or nothing. It'll Come be,
0: on. It'll be interesting to see what that what AEW turns into. You know, I mean, if they, like, they, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We're going to find enough. out very
1: soon. Yeah. You know, it's coming up, and I think, uh, I think it's good for the WWE. Oh, absolutely. I think it's like you need someone breathing down your neck so you make good stuff.
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, even just the bare minimum of, like, people getting paid a little bit better for fear that they're going to yeah, take I off. I think that's
1: what that Jericho contract did. Uh, there was guys, at, you know, in the company that were like, "Oh, all right, yeah, maybe we can make more money, yeah." Because everyone would, you know, if if you told me that the WWE was paying Jericho three million now, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "All right, why?" Yeah, you know, didn't they kind of have him at a rate? Yeah, and then he goes to AEW and he's making. Obviously, he's like, you know, in the front office and stuff. But I'm just saying, like, I think it's good. Get the guys more money. Get everyone more money. Yeah, guys and gals, give get fucking pay them. Yeah, see some cool shit. Let them rest. Let him heal up. You're like,
0: yeah, I mean. Listen, there's going to be some day where like Bill sells the ringer for like $100 yeah. million dollars, and I'm not going to see any of it. And, I'm, and then we're going to be like, I'm going to get a piece of cake. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, this cake doesn't taste as good yeah. as like a million dollars would have tasted. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, but, you, want, you want the AEW contract. You don't want the, the <laughs> yeah. Bill's going to give you a WWE exactly. contract.
0: Exactly. I'm going to go get that barstool money before yeah. the <laughs> clock runs out. The, um, Is
1: that your guys' <laughs> WCW? Is yeah. that like, they're just like, they're just doing crazy no. shit. They're just, like, doing, like, uh, yeah.
0: No, the wrestling dudes at Barstool are good guys. They, like, yeah. we, everybody, that's the great thing about wrestling fans is that, like, everybody Everyone comes together. Yeah, everybody comes together.
1: It's so fun finding out who is wrestling fans because I think as all wrestling fans eat a certain amount of shit. It's been great getting Brian Koppelman back. Yeah. He's been dabbling. You know, Brian
0: Koppelman's the the creative producer of Billions, but also yeah. he did Rounders. Yeah,
1: Rounders. Uh, him and David Levine have done so many awesome things.
0: They're they're like they're like those uh, they're like the CIA agents of Hollywood. There are a lot of these in Hollywood, but there's like. It's it, they're, they're the kind of people who like the less things that are on their IMDB page the more you know they're doing yeah. you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like what were they doing for 15 years it was like oh they were doing the important stuff
1: yeah they're like oh cool they were just doing like uh, when I first met Brian I just thought he was like uh, you know I've told this story before but I thought he was like a construction worker because he had a beard and he was mm. just doing stand up and I was like this guy's awesome and he's like I'm a screenwriter and I was like
0: oh cool man good luck <laughs> like everybody,
1: everybody yeah, sure we like, all are man and then he's like I, I gotta go to LA for business and he was like oh what do you do and he's like. I'm a screenwriter. And I was like, oh, why are you going to LA? He's like, I wrote oceans 13. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, all right, fuck you. You're, you work in Hollywood, but he, uh, him and Levine's office, they have all these like old school WWWF posters, Bruno San Martino. They have like all these awesome garden posters, classic, uh, chief Jay Wahoo stuff. Yeah. And, um, I've always been like, ah, I'm a Mar, I'm still in it. Yeah. Like dude, get into it. Compliments. Like, ah, yeah. And then over the past, like two years, I've seen the momentum gain. And now oh. he's like, now he comes up and he's like, What'd you, what, what, what do you think of Raw? What do you think of Raw? And I'm like, oh, you're watching. Yeah. You're, both of his kids are out of the house too. So I think that helps. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, you're back, baby. It's like awesome. You're like,
0: It's funny, the guy, the people that are just, I, I get that a lot from brilliant former like like brilliant wrestling fans of us you know of a certain age yeah who've, who maybe left and come back yeah. that's always what did you think of raw like people like it's a very straightforward yeah. i want to know if what i just watched was good well they're gauging it again yeah kind of interrogating like what just happened compared to the previous weeks
1: because i have friends you know like dan saint germain yeah. and i have friends that are that are i would say are much more knowledgeable about wrestling yeah. and just have a better uh, of what's going on it's like it's like hip hop heads. You yeah. know, there's like guys that just know what's going on in the streets. And they're like, this guy's dope. This guy sucks. With wrestling, it's like the same thing. you are like, I remember I found out about Kenny Omega. I feel too late. If there were like wrestling hipsters, they would be like, I knew about Kenny when he was in the open, you know? Yeah, of course. The junior heavyweight yeah, champion. Yeah. And you're like, cool. I learned about him because of Jericho. Yeah, exactly. Jericho brought me over to Wrestle Kingdom. I watched that match. I'm like, who is this dude? Then I just ate everything I could up mm-hmm. of Kenny Omega.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's, and that's a fine way to be a wrestling fan. The tough part is when, yeah, you feel like all the wrestling fans are, if you live on the message boards, you get a lot, or on Reddit or whatever else. Wow, that's you, for anything. Yeah, you get a lot, you get the exposure to people like Kenny Omega a lot earlier yeah. if you're paying attention, but you can also just get like run out, run out of the room because you feel like you're not, you don't know enough, you know? Absolutely.
1: It- you can like things that aren't cool. Yeah. You know, like I have a friend that likes Roman Reigns and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going to, he's like, yeah, when I tell everyone, they're always like, you're an idiot. And you're like, why? Why are you an idiot? If, if, if you like something, no, like no. it, that's the whole point of this. I know a lot of casual
0: fans, like let more casual fans that like Roman Reigns, obviously young fan. I mean, I have a 10 year old. I mean, Roman Reigns is big. You oh know? my God. With yeah.
1: kids. Yeah. And my, my thing is always, I wish they would have Put Roman, I don't think he's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. I love him in the ring. Yeah. Give him to Heyman. Yeah. What happened to managers? I, I push that all the time. We need more valets. We need more managers. Uh, they just signed one. Who do they sign? Um, like Lashley. Look how much better Bobby, Bobby Lashley is. Yeah. Like way better. That whole thing is way better. That Finn-Lashley match, if it's just Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, I, I don't know how excited I am about that.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. I mean, Lashley needed a lot of help. Yeah. And and it's weird because it's like... Remember the
1: sister angle? (laughs) uh Uh-huh. Do you remember with with, with his sister? Yes. That was like one of the most painful things. Wrestling is like comedy. When it is bad, you are like, this is incredible. I am so awkward. I feel so bad watching this.
0: Yeah, Robbie E. from TNA just debuted at the Performance Center. Uh, I mean, in, in NXT as Robert Strauss.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Bring him up. Wait, who was the other guy they just signed? Stokely Hathaway? Yes.
1: Stokely. Stokely Hathaway.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's his real name. So anyway, the answer is Stokely Hathaway. Anyway, moving on. We were talking about, you're talking about Koppelman, famous wrestling fans. You probably, like, you get good seats when you go to WWE
1: shows. I have to go with specific friends. I don't get great seats. Oh, you don't? No, but my friends do. Oh, you, you Specifically, have famous Mike, friends. Michael Che. Yeah, you're,
0: you, mean, you mean battle royal participants. <laughs> yeah, I Michael can't believe che. that.
1: I can't believe that. Michael Che and Sal Volcano from the Impractical Jokers. Uh-huh. Uh, I usually, those are the one of the, I go with, if it's good seats, it's those two are Sam Roberts. Those are my friends. If not, I'm up, old Danny Nosebleeds is up in the, well, how, the did con, how did
0: Colin Jost get the headline spot in this feud?
1: Uh, I don't know if Che would be pissed for me telling uh, this, oh, but, is this is this a secret? I don't know. Um, che texted me and Jermaine Fowler. Yeah. Who's, uh,
0: and was like, we don't, I don't think Jermaine's ever been on the show, but he's, should a, have he's, Jermaine on. He's, he's a friend
1: of the pod. Friend I, of the pod yeah. uh, and friend of, yeah, friend of a great comic, uh, great actor. He's in a bunch of awesome shit, huge wrestling fan. Last time I saw Jermaine was at Strong Style Evolved in Long Beach uh-huh. last year. we uh, going to that. We just bumped into each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, him, Che, and I have a, a thread. Uh, like a <laughs> Like, uh, text group text that we just, it's all wrestling. Yeah. And shit talking. <laughs> it's mostly shit talking, but a lot of wrestling yeah. on there. And Che was like, yeah, WWE wants me to, they want us to do something. I think, you know, he kind of pitched it, like what yeah. was going to happen. And they had Jost as the babyface, And I was kind of like, yeah, you can't do that. You're cool. Che's cool. <laughs> yeah. Colin is in IZOD commercials. Yeah. I don't think wrestling fans are going to back uh, you know, a sweater wearing. So then I didn't know what they were going to do. I just, like, voiced my opinion. I was like, I don't think you should have Jost as the baby face. Yeah. That's just how I would sure. pitch it. I would have Che as the baby face. And they kind of did that, but then they did their own thing, and yeah. now they're both in the... So I'm interested to see what they... It's like a Bob Euchert. you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's that kind of thing, but... And the Andre Memorial, I'm hoping that Michael
0: Che gets the big he's gonna have the big save at the end or something. Because oh, he's yeah. the because he's the guy that we've seen on the front row so many more times. Like that's yeah. why he should be the baby. Dude, face. One of
1: the most texts I've ever got in my life, more so than any late night set or yeah. billions episode was Raw 25. Oh yeah. Uh Ms. pinned Roman for the Intercontinental and Che and I high fived and they put it on TV. <laughs> and I checked my phone and I had the most texts of like, dude, you're on fucking raw. And I was like, what? This is awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> That's but I was fantastic. just so happy. I was just so happy to watch Roman lose to Miz because oh I love Miz, God. and I was like, "Oh yeah, all right, put this, put the Intercontinental on him."
0: Oh God, it's so fantastic. Well, now Miz is like everybody's favorite wrestler. Yeah, I mean he he was then too, and Roman Reigns is back in everybody's good graces. Yeah, are you excited for Miz versus Shane Holds Bard at WrestleMania? Or oh, sorry, Falls Count Anywhere at WrestleMania? Well, it,
1: I, I I respect the way that Shane books himself. I, yeah. I respect the way that he's like, I'm going to take some big shots. I'm going to yeah. take some big. Some big bumps, yeah. I think Miz is like a uh, kind of like Oscar. I think he's being misused. I think he's such a yeah. great, such a great heel, such a good natural, awesome on the mic. Yes, I don't think I like babyface Miz.
0: I mean, he's done a pretty good job of keeping it like serious. Yeah, like, he's not. He's not. Tr- he's not just like you know hand to the ear like Hogan style babyface. But yeah. he's. Yeah, we'll see. But um, I love
1: him as a heel. Yeah, he's so good. I mean, him coming in as a heel and just cocky Hollywood. He's so good. It's one of my favorite things. And I, you know, I think it it didn't time out right, but that SmackDown promo when him and Brian Daniel Bryan got into it, when Daniel Bryan wasn't in the ring yeah. yet. And I was like, This, this is it, That was like those those moments where you're like, this, just all of this, more of this. Yeah. This is great. And I love Miz. And I think, yeah, he was my favorite heel for a long time.
0: Um yeah. I, I mean in K Fabe, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to demand that the match be false count anywhere when you're fighting a guy that just jumps off Titan Trons willy nilly or whatever, but yeah. uh it's gonna be fun to see what Shane jumps off of. He's kind yeah. of exhausted he's gone through the ringside tables too many times. So uh now
1: they gotta find it's probably gonna be like you know, they're probably gonna have him jump off, like you said, the Titan Tron or it's gonna be something backstage. Jim is sitting here
0: sending me photos of you at ringside ringside next to Che. Yeah, I just high fiving.
1: Yeah. Going nuts. That's I, it's, that was before I had LASIK. So I was in my glasses. Dude, that was you got the LASIK? Yeah, I got the LASIK surgery. How was it? Awesome.
0: Really? Awesome. Lasers man. in your eyeballs, good stuff.
1: It's terrifying to think about for a week before you do it. Yeah. And it's really, really, really uncomfortable. Greatest thing I've ever done in my life. Did you
0: did you find yourself wearing like like uh Lens non prescription glasses after that? Just I to didn't feel wear my I didn't
1: ever wear my glasses. That was the problem. I was oh. supposed to, and I couldn't do contacts. So I would just squint. So that I had, to, I had to learn how not to squint, which was very weird. Because you know, I didn't realize how much I was Is,
0: you were wondering why every single audition you went to, they were like, he's a young Gilbert Godfrey." Yeah. Not- <laughs> why
1: am I not getting any roles? It's impossible. Yeah, I was just doing uh, that. They're man. like, uh, you're perfect for the principal. We're doing a reboot of Problem Child. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we're going to need you to play uh, the principal.
0: That's fantastic. When you go to these wrestling shows yeah. with Michael Che, or Sam Roberts, very famous, f- very famous dude, Sam Roberts. Yeah, very, very uh, Who Are there any other like celebrity wrestling fans where you like turn around? M- Maria
1: Menudos was one of the ones where I was oh, like, yeah. oh shit, okay. She's legit. She's legit yeah. into it. Um, And then um, uh, Jon Stewart. Yeah. I, I taught one of, I've only had like a handful of conversations with Jon Stewart. Yeah. And one of them was about wrestling and I thought that was awesome. It was after the SummerSlam when he took that uh-huh. bump, you know, from, Oh set, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I just asked him about it. He's like, my son was into it. You know, I got, I used to be a wrestling fan. I got back into it, so awesome. it. It was just really cool to see. He was, you know, he's the best.
0: Um, yeah, it's cool when you see, I mean, I've had the honor of sitting close to the ring, yeah. a couple, like different, in different environments, but, uh, but yeah, last was it last year at Mania? I like got, I somehow just accidentally ended up on the celebrity row where like the they would just cycle people in and out in front of me, and okay. like my row was empty for most of the time because they were like waiting for people to show up. But then that was where I think Maria Menounos finally came down there, okay. and uh, who else was there? Oh, Seth Green and his crew. Seth Green and his yeah. wife were just like the nicest. That was like the most human. It was the nicest anyone's ever been asking if they could scoot past me in the row. They I were mean, just fantastic yeah. people. <laughs> you yeah, got I love
1: it. God damn, I love that guy. Yeah, really, just, just real loved a Great impression.
0: <laughs> Mario Lopez and like his kids. Like It was just like, it's so funny to see those people just like, like yeah. celebrities are wrestling fans too.
1: Well, I wonder if it's more like, I think a lot of it's like celebrities' kids. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I'm a celebrity. Let me see if I can work in. But when you see someone like Maria Menudos, who's like into wrestling. So,
0: who I think Rosenberg told me that, he ran into Lynn Manuel Miranda at just like just right before everybody in America knew what he looked like, but when like everybody in New York and LA knew what he looked like? Yeah. He just ran into him at one of the big shows and he was like with his nephew or something like that. And he was yeah. like, "Yeah, you wanted to come." And I was like, "I guess I can get you there." Like I don't <laughs>
1: There you go. That's how it works out. Uh
0: yeah, it's good, man. Kids g- kids are a good excuse to watch wrestling. Yeah, you're like, you "I want to just watch." So listen, I'm going to run through some of these WrestleMania matches. You tell me what you're excited for. Sure. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. We talked about the women's match, so this is some of the ones we haven't talked about. Lesnar, Rollins, Triple H, Batista. You uh, Sh- Shane Miz, we talked about. Styles Orton, we talked about. Um, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. And the big one, I guess, now, it's official, is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Hey, humanoids, this is
0: Hill Producer Jim tagging in for a moment just to let you know that the next two minutes may contain a spoiler. We're not totally sure, but Dan Soder saw something on a commercial that he thought may be a spoiler, so if you want to fast forward through that, go ahead two minutes, and then they will be talking
1: about Jake the Snake Roberts. Thanks. I don't know how much I can reveal, but there was a commercial that played during SmackDown uh-huh. that bummed me out about Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. A commercial? Yeah. And I don't know. You could obviously edit this out, but you know how Raw and SmackDown or at Barclays following WrestleMania. They, oh, I totally missed this. They did a commercial during SmackDown last week pumping tickets for Barclays, and it was like... Come see SmackDown the Tuesday after WrestleMania, where Daniel Bryan puts his title on the line against Kevin Owens. And you're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Why would they even be saying that?" I even don't if it know. Was,
0: even if it was a, f- even if it's what well, that's the plan, that's not why you're going to Barclays Center the Tuesday after WrestleMania. You're going to see like someone premiere. You're yeah. going to see a crazy new angle. I don't know if they're going to premiere anybody. They've just debuted like forty-five new wrestlers.
1: Yeah, they still have to just put like, the they have to put the NXT thing up still with Aleister Black and Ricochet, which I feel bad because it's like when so it's like when people are hooking up but they refuse to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Like yes, Aleister and Ricochet have been called up. Yeah, give them that. They're yes. WWE superstars. They're not NXT superstars. Well, they're still
0: wrestling for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and it looks like that might be the. I have I, I This is not a spoiler thing. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be they're going to be wrestling at TakeOver and then maybe also at WrestleMania?
1: God only knows. But I, that, the Kingston, the Kofi Kingston-Daniel Bryant match, I'm excited to see because I love it. In a weird way, Kofi's became the new Daniel Bryant. Oh, yeah.
0: It's yeah, like, they're, they're really leaning into that, too.
1: Yeah, and I like that. So let's put the strap on Kofi, even if it's a minimal amount of time. Yeah. Let him have let him be the heavyweight championship. I agree. Don't Jake, don't Jake Roberts him. <laughs> and just never put a belt on him. Yeah. Uh, Jake Roberts is too good. He was too good for a strap. How good at wrestling are you that you're just so good that they're like, this guy's got heat. This guy, we're going to do a whole Tuesday in Texas around him. We and listen,
0: the snake, don't get me wrong, the snake got him over, but the snake also kind of put a ceiling on him. Yeah. You know? Like, you, you give him, a, you give somebody a silly gimmick and there's only so, and not silly, you give but, somebody a real thick gimmick and there's only so far there. But also,
1: I mean, talk about a guy that could use a gimmick with our longevity. I think 90% of people, you give them a snake gimmick and they're done. Even if that's their name true. is Jake the Snake. That's but, true.
0: Well, but, a lot of, see, it's, the Jake's trick was he didn't let the snake dying stop him. Yeah. He just got another snake. Dude, I love that. And it. then another snake. But and then you,
1: behind, then you see behind, uh, then you see Beyond the Mat and you're like, oh, that's why he could do that <laughs> because he is a disturbed fella where he's like, oh, I don't know, there's another dead snake. Let's just get another damn snake.
0: Who was, I saw a DDP thing or... Was yeah, he, like, the we're, DDP were, like you, talking about Jake's snake, and it was like he never fed the snakes, and it wasn't like a cruelty thing, it was like he had some, he he would get the snake just for the, for the weekend, and those pythons only eat like once a month or something like that. Sure. So, like, he would just never, and I was just like, that seems real. I have a baby, so it's like the idea of like leaving the house for three minutes without like four bottles and all this, sure. like, just stuff ready to go just
1: in case. Uh, he's like let's see do we have the snake pack snake yeah. diapers snake food just a fanny bottles. pack it's just him being an overprotective snake dad yeah uh, a lot of people give me shit for being a snake dad you ever look in the mirror and realize <laughs> the snake you hate the most yeah he uh i think put the put the put the belt on Kofi even if he drops it at smackdown tuesday night cuz yeah. now i'm afraid that he's just not going to win and and if daniel bryant wins i'm we'll be like oh, fucking thanks for blowing it commercial
0: yeah if daniel bryan wins it's gonna feel like the commercial spoiled everything even if it was not decided yet i mean they True. do that kind of shit all the time they yeah. run they run commercials where it's like man they do the co- ultimate warrior is coming to your town with the championship belt and then like one like as they're running the commercial undertake i mean the ultimate warrior has been fired for the past three months or whatever yeah you know,
1: like they they did they do that with the holiday shows yeah like when they come back to msg yeah they're like Madison Square Garden. See the champion Brock Lesnar take on new Intercontinental Champion. You are like, what? That guy <laughs> didn't have the Intercontinental yet. What the fuck are you? What? Yeah, no, it's
0: it's all very strange. But they, but so anyway, they they would probably be running a commercial like that regardless. But it just seems really unnecessary for the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe they're just so stupidly desperate for people to stick around for SmackDown. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a hard thing, man. You are talking about NXT Hall of Fame Mania. Raw and SmackDown when you're bringing people in who I mean at least do SmackDown in like Boston, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they
0: love the 4-day stand. And I in New York it works though because you see as the weekend goes on like SmackDown ends up being a lot of people from like Long Island New Jersey who like didn't get WrestleMania tickets sure. or coming, you know, like people yeah. can can swing all that stuff. Uh but yeah, if you're flying in, there's a big there's a huge price difference between spending Five days in New York City and spending five days in Phoenix or Orlando yeah. or you know whatever like you, it's it's crazy. So Especially you,
1: after the drop off of WrestleMania, New York yeah. stays at New York prices. Yep, all those other places go back to being affordable. Yeah, exactly. New York's like nah, no, nah, no, nah. we're not giving you a break. On no, we're
0: going to raise the price it's for night Monday. six on your hotel stay and, uh, and Monday nights in Brooklyn. That's ah, a hotel night. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like,
1: oh fuck. All right, I guess I got to pay five hundred dollars a night. WrestleMania weekend
0: is nuts, but yeah, it'll 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 be fun. Do you are you going to go
1: to everything? No. I'm in L.A. all next week. Oh, really? And I fly back on Friday. Was going to try to score NXT tickets. Didn't make a push for Mania, man. I'm going to watch it at home. I'm going to have a couple friends over. I think St. Germain's coming over. Nice. Maybe Koppelman. And uh, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you think... This is just a question fan to fan. Do you think we'll ever see them put a WrestleMania back at MSG?
0: No. I think... Just as like... Well... You could do it. I think that. Um, I don't know. They actually. Um, uh, Pritchard talked about WrestleMania. Well, he, was, he did his podcast this week on was it WrestleMania ten or no? Which one did they just do? WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta look it up. The one with the ladder. I think it match. was ten. Yeah, ten. It was 10. Yeah, 10. yeah, yeah 10. Uh, Michaels, Ramone. and they did it there. And even then, it was like they upped the prices and stuff because they they could do you know they they could afford to. And, yeah. and so I mean, I think I think that you could do it at MSG. I think that the, the gate, I think gate shouldn't matter for a show that big, right? No. I mean, cause all the money is coming from other places, but you could have a show, you could do it at MSG and just do, you know, boxing prices and just charge 20 grand for ringside seats. And like maybe the, the, the nosebleeds are regular price or whatever, yeah. but just really mark up the floor. I don't know. I mean, I think it would be super cool and fun and, and there's no venue that's like MSG. It's no. so much fun to see a big and, show there. And
1: have it go back. Yeah. You know where where one was like if you do it at 40 and you're yeah. like listen 41 we're gonna do Levi Stadium again yeah don't worry we'll be back 41 if you you can afford to go to that one 40 is the 40th let's make it the most special let's put it back in MSG let's have a crazy awesome card. I think it'd be awesome that would be awesome I mean as a fan I would be like I don't even I live in New York and I don't even know if I'd go to that because I' be like I just want to watch it yeah. I just want, I want that old feeling of like when they used to do events at MSG and it was a pay-per-view. Yeah. Cuz it was like a, it was like a big fight feel.
0: Everybody should go to WrestleMania. The like wrestling in a football stadium is like nothing else, but there's also but yeah, I mean to see it, the, the the arena feel is just in the right venues just oh, man. just so
1: cool. Listen, I've gone to the past couple SummerSlams and that's just been yeah. awesome at Barclays. And yeah. I, to the point where I'm like, "Should I go up to Toronto just to see it this year?" I mean, SummerSlam is really
0: SummerSlam is the best like like Rabid crowd to size of venue yeah. co- combination you can get because people are just going nuts. And Barclays is super cool because they don't, for people who like have never been there, they it's they built it like, like vertically. Like yeah. if you're in the very back row of Barclays, you really feel like if you like spit, it'll hit the ring. Yeah. Like it's like it
1: feels very, it's like real, really well constructed. I've been very lucky to sit next to the hard cam. Yeah. Uh, at two Summer Slams. Yeah. And it's the best. At home or in person <laughs> tickets I've ever had in my life. You see everything, and it feels like it's The way it's meant fun. to be seen. And it feels like it's five feet away. Yeah. Because they're playing to that camera. Yeah. And it's like, it's awesome. Yeah. But back to Mania, Samoa Joe Ray Mysterio, I'm happy about, which I don't think a lot of people were. Yeah. I like it. You like it it's one-on-one. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, uh, a legendary Hall of Famer versus a, an indie Hall of Famer and, like, you know that Samoa Joe's going to toss around Rey Mysterio. Rey's going to make it look great. He's going to have a, f- a couple flying, awesome moves. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm way on board with it. I need I need Rey Mysterio. I need, like, Rey Mysterio yoga to exist. Whatever he's done. <laughs> yeah. I met him when I was promoting my hour
1: special. Really? Yeah. And, he, and I was like, the, the PR lady I was with had no clue why I was flipping out. I was like, that's Rey Mysterio. She was like, okay. It Wait,
0: you like did like press right after he had done it Yeah, or something? Yeah. Was, it
1: was on it was at Sports Illustrated. And oh, it great. was like SI.com. And he was like leaving, and I was going in, and I was like, Man, oh man, you're awesome. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I can put the mask back on. You know, like we'll take a picture. I'll put the mask on. I was like, Yeah. Oh man. It was just so. I mean, I think it's uh <laughs> I think Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe strike me as a guy where they're like, they've given us 10 minutes let's go blow the fucking roof off this. Yeah. If we can, you know, whoever our agent is like, let's, let's go really go hard on this one. Like a styles Orton. I think those are going to be the matches that no one's expecting. And I don't know how those guys are, but I, I I'm taking a guess. Like as a comic, I have that when I'm overlooked, I'm kind of like, well, get ready. Motherfuckers. Now let me hit you with something. And I like that as far as like Orton and, uh, you know, the Orton styles match and the, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And Samoa Yeah, Samoa Joe's I mean, he's so incredible. It's great. It's just so amazing. He's a legend. And it's WrestleMania weekend, he's going to get a chance and you're right. I mean, he's got to he's got to make it happen. And I, bet I he always does. go back to I always go back to him at uh NXT Takeover Dallas. Yeah. Uh I think that was the match where he where I I, I was sitting. I had good seats for that, but I he, I was sitting kind of over to the, in the, like behind the announce desk. And, uh, was that takeover for Survivor Series? No, that was for the WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay. 33. And he, 32. I think that was the, the, the match that I'm thinking of where he, he did the suicide dive, uh, onto, towards the hard camera, basically into the laps of Stephanie and Shane and their family who were watching as, like, not on camera. Like, they were they were watching. They just
1: wanted to take in the show. They had,
0: like, all their kids were there, and they were just taking it in. And Samoa Joe's, like, bleeding, and they, like, couldn't, they couldn't, like, stop the blood, and then he did, like, a suicide dive into Stephanie's lap, and it was just like, are you, this is, like, so punk rock. Are you, like, trying to get fired right now? Like, what's happening? And, uh. Yeah, but that's just like Joe on WrestleMania weekend. He was like, We're, I'm just going to blow the roof off.
1: The blow the roof off. Yeah. I mean, even the way he premiered, you know? Yeah. It's just like he came in and you're like, oh, man, I love Samoa Joe. And I think that is a, a place where you put him in a position. we are like, all right, we'll give you a 10-minute match with Rey Mysterio. and You know, it's just like, oh, let's all right, let's see what we can do. I hope that
0: he gets a shot in the new brand split era. I hope yeah. that he gets a shot at the headline because he could be. I mean, it's so. Great can, heel. You can fantasy book half of the SmackDown roster into that championship and, and but you know, you always want everybody to get a run. You know, yeah. you don't you don't want them to hop a table around. But it, but there's a lot they could do. What about Triple H, Batista? Uh,
1: I was into it until Triple H put his career on the line. Because I'm like, oh, so you're gonna win? Yeah. So you're winning.
0: You you, you, lose. When
1: they do, when they do those, it's always a a real tough way to get away with Triple H losing when Batista's yeah. in for a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee in the <laughs> big time. Yeah, it's like him coming up and doing one match.
0: Is it, would you rather them do a hair versus hair match for like, nobody really loses? There's <laughs> just nothing, <laughs> nothing's at stake. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will. Old
1: I, school stipulations. I kind of wanted to see, you know, like a Hollywood street fight kind of match. Yeah. Like let's a Hollywood back brawl street fight. Oh yeah. Like let's just do that. Let's just, let me watch Batista take a shot with a chair and give one, you know, hit triple H with a trash can. Let's just go extreme rules. I, phew. But, a, but, a, but a career match to me automatically. I'm like, well, Triple H is going to fucking win.
0: I don't know, man. He's old. He could be done. And listen, the one thing that we've seen, like Triple H is like, Triple H only wrestles people who are retired now anyway. So, I mean, it's like yeah. if Shawn Michaels wants to make another company, Shawn Michaels, I don't think ever unretired to wrestle in Saudi Arabia.
1: No, he just took that check and was like, I right, need <laughs> one more. Yeah. One more. Come on.
0: He's like, this is actually, it doesn't count as wrestling because it's actually not in kayfabe. This is really me just like going and making money. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go throw myself into some weird positions and cash a check. Yeah. I'm going to um, watch my
1: friend blow his bicep. Oh my gosh. Or his pec.
0: Yeah. It's amazing that Triple H. Did just like blow his like his arm off his body and we're and no one's like I mean we should be we should be more excited about the recovery he's made.
1: Oh, how about the time that he's ripped both of his quads? I mean, that guy has had injuries where you're like he's had five career-ending injuries.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. He's yeah. one of my favorites. He's yeah, Triple he's, H is the shit. He's a uh, it's so like everybody's everybody has really strong opinions about Triple H. Have you met
1: him? Never met him, but I. He's, I, I've always gone I understand the criticisms of like he was in the click and how he booked himself and yada yada and now, yada. no he's got so much they were this, what he's done with NxT you, you can't not be a fan of Triple everybody
0: H. that's what everybody says and then and then the flips and then now then everybody sort of overreacted to that and they were just like well you can't give him all the credit I mean he's not he's not perfect you know and it's sure, just like okay. sure I can but, tell you this i I have I have a lot of opinions on his On NXT, I think NXT is great. I think that, you know, I I don't know how it's going to be if he's in charge of the main roster. Like, I I have no concept of any of that stuff. I can tell you this. He's a bigger mark than you and I. Like, he's like, he will talk to you about, like, Boston,
1: like, territorial wrestling (laughs) for an hour and a half. I mean, just like... I love that, man. I love that. I love when, like, I'm around a big comic and, like, Jon Stewart, and they just Mm want to talk comedy. Yeah, I love when you see a guy that that got big off something and still loves the thing that he got big off of. Because I'll tell you this: there's a lot of people that got big off some shit that hate the shit they got big off of. Yeah, and that's a real fucking bummer. Yeah, is to watch someone that you're like you idolize and you're like, yeah, this guy's fucking sick of being here. That's like what's great about being on Billions is you watch like Damian Lewis or Paul Giamatti and yeah. you just watch me like these guys love this shit. They fucking love it. They love doing it. They love doing the work. Yeah, which is always awesome to me when you see yeah. someone that loves doing the work because that's the hardest part. Yeah, sitting around and fucking collecting accolades is for suckers. Doing- get,
0: it's a great show because it's got because it's a little because it's just insular enough that you do it's like a stage, you know, yeah. like you really do have to do work. You know, what I mean, yeah. like like you, or you have the ability to like concentrate on the words coming out of your mouth. And I'm not- just holding
1: on, dude. I straight up am just hold as a comic yeah. in that world. I am fucking holding on. Yeah, and just being like I. I used to do this thing in season one and I did it well into season two, where after a take, you know, Koppelman and Levine would be in Video Village. Yeah. And I'd just walk over and I'd get them the uh was that sexy jack? Did that was that do, I can do it again. Was that sexy jack? Because it was like, I really didn't know. I felt like Eddie Adams. I was yeah. like, I don't fucking I don't know if this is good. <laughs> I don't know.
0: That's fantastic. Um speaking of the show, the when I when I told my coworkers that you were coming on, they yeah. all said They were surprised to learn that you were a wrestling fan, but all the diehard Billions fans said, oh, is that why he has a Kane poster in his apartment? Uh, Or in his uh, office, sorry.
1: No, no, no. I have it in my apartment. In your apartment, yeah. uh, In kayfabe and in real life. Same poster? It's it's a King of the Ring from 1997. It's the Hell in the Cell. Uh Uh-huh. They got it from the WWE. They had uh, autographs put on it, so it wasn't necessarily signed as much as the autographs were put on it. But in season two... Uh, spoiler, if you haven't watched, Taylor gives me a gift. Yeah. And uh, Taylor gives me the gift of the King of the Ring poster. Uh Uh-huh. And so uh, we're filming it, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. It's Mankind and Taker. Yeah. Uh, It was the only time I've criticized the line of dialogue. Right. Because who they were trying to make me... I think the original line was You or you're calling Bob Backlund bullshit? And I was like, I'm too young for Bob Backlund. Oh, right. I saw the return of Bob Backlund, the the crazy crossface chicken wing Bob Backlund. Uh That's where I was around for. But then Koppelman was like, All right, well, who's your guys? And I was like, I would say Macho Man or or Shawn Michaels. Yeah. That's or you know, obviously Hogan, but like Shawn Michaels and for real Marks, that's who, who I loved. And so they're like, oh, cool. And then at the end of filming, they're like, dude, that's yours. I was like, what? And they're like, we got three copies. So there's one copy of the poster in props in like a studio and like a warehouse somewhere. Uh-huh. One is in my apartment at, in Queens uh-huh. and one is in the office for billions in Manhattan wow. where they do all the writing. So yeah, dude, they fucking let me keep it. And I was like, it's up straight up in my apartment. I love it. I that was, was like, hey, it is fucking great. And they've given me like, you know, I, I think there was a King Kong Bundy line at the end of season three. Yeah. So they keep it like they listen, man, I'll, I'm a big wrestling fan, so I always like. If they, they want to had, give you some real life to work yeah, with. Yeah, if there, they have if they have a character reference, something that I'm super into, I'm like, fuck yeah.
0: Um, it's sort of
1: the work shoot of the Billions World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I work stiff <laughs> yeah. for my love of wrestling. Uh, I go in and it's hard chops across the chest.
0: What about the NXT stuff?
1: Love it. Yeah, are you excited about I'm flying the back from season? LA just, just to, to see it. Just to watch TakeOver. By the way, I'm not going. You're not going to go? I don't know. I don't know who I reach out to. I don't know. Takeover would be the only thing I want to go to. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I've asked so many times different friends. And Che, it's a show week. They're doing SNL. Yeah. For those that don't know what goes into doing that show, especially for Che, who hosts, co-hosts Weekend Update, like that's like a fucking 90-hour work week. So he's not going to NXT because it's the night before a show. Also, he writes on the show. So he has to write...
0: Wait, so Colin, so they're Che and Jost, are they're doing a
1: live show Saturday night? Yeah, they're doing Saturday Night Live, and, and then they're gonna go do Mania. Wow! And then they got another show the next week. Sundays for them, they sleep.
0: I guess what I'm concerned about is they're not gonna have enough time to hit the gym and oh, dude, really like a, that, be in trust shape. Trust me, they're not gonna
1: put them in that position. <laughs> They're not going to put him in that position. They don't need to uh, a, a moonsault off the second rope.
0: Wouldn't that be incredible if he did, that oh, If he I, just busted out
1: some, some insane dude, if stuff. If he pulled out, like, a like an awesome swinging DDT, yeah. you know? like Or just something where you're like, a uh, 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 Styles Clash. <laughs> Colin yeah. just goes off the top rope and Styles Clash is brawn. Um, it, uh, I'm excited, but I'm going to fly back because I want to be, you know, I'm going to miss, like, WrestleMania week, but I'm going to be here f- Friday and then I think I'm gonna hang out at Bruce Pritchard's show Saturday. And even though I'm doing spots in the city, yeah, I'm just gonna like go around and just see who's what's going on. It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, WrestleMania week is incredible. I mean, it's just always fun just to just to dip your toes in here and there.
1: Yeah, I I would really, I think the next time they're in New Orleans, yes. I New think Orleans is the best place for WrestleMania. Uh, Sal Volcano told me about that. He was yeah. like, "It was the most fun I've ever had." It's
0: so great because you can actually you can actually walk everywhere. And when they did it in Dallas, it was I mean, da- I mean Dallas is a great city. I lived in Fort Worth growing up for a while, and I love Texas. Love Dallas. Dallas has finally gotten to the point where downtown is super cool, and every and and it's packed in enough that you can Uber everywhere within a minute and a half. Like yeah. everywhere that they were doing stuff was. It was like a walking city, but it was Uber based. Okay, uh, but it, there's not that many spots where they do it where there's where you're actually like everything's accessible. Yeah, Miami, Miami years ago was pretty cool because you could do a lot of stuff in South Beach and you know just the, everything. There's a lot of it was walkable, but there's no place like New Orleans. New Orleans, I've just no heard is like, like
1: you can just get. I mean, like they, they said, like the only hard place is, uh, you know, like to get is the Superdome.
0: Yeah, but even the Superdome, you can walk back, you can walk to and from. You just got to plan it a little bit. Just, yeah. pr- just make sure your lunch is on the way there and the, or whatever you're going to do on the way. And then everybody's walking back together. Like it's, yeah. it, That's the party. <sighs> anyway, speaking of the party, thank you so much for doing this. Dude, thanks so much for you having me. You got important me. stuff to go do that doesn't involve talking about wrestling forever?
1: Uh, the Bonfire, which is uh, Big Jay Oakerson and I's Sirius XM show. Yeah. Monday through Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio. That's Sirius XM 95. DanSoder.com for live dates. Uh, going to Salt Lake City soon. I'll be back in Austin. I'll be. Uh, I'm going all over the place. Rochester, New York. I kind of travel like those WWE when they used to put them up on Superstars, where you'd see where they're going, and you're like, "All right, they're making oh, that that's run. Awesome.
0: They're going that run." You should do wrestling style promos for your comedy show. Get my
1: Sean Mooney on. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. have
0: somebody interview you and just cut the same promo over and Dan over Saint again. Dan Saint Germain
1: did a great job of doing that for a long time. Did he? Was he? Cu- he was cutting promos years ago. Where I've he would have a cut the promo, but he would cut a promo for what weekend he was working. Oh man, it was I, great. I just suggested something that my good friend did that I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, dude, thanks so much for having me on, man. It's great
0: meeting this you. This is a, fantastic.
1: I'm a huge fan, and uh, so it's been great to come on and fucking talk.
0: I'm a huge fan
1: of yours. Talk this wrestling. Is really, this is
0: this is awesome stuff. Um, we will uh talk to you again soon. Enjoy your trip to LA. Enjoy WrestleMania when it yeah. happens. Hopefully, I'll see you again in, in real soon. And uh,
1: thanks for coming on, man. Dude, thanks for having me. Have a good Mania week. You Happy too. Mania
0: week. Uh, And everybody listening to this, thank you for listening to these two uh, nerds mark out. (laughs) Um, Enjoy your weekend. You only have one left, I think, right? Before WrestleMania happens. Yeah, we'll just say that's true. We'll see you back here next week.
1: We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Masked Man Show.